Happy New Year. Welcome back to the Line to Mastery. In this episode, I wanted to just reflect on this past year and look into a little bit of 2022. For me, 2021 was massive. It was easily the most transformational year of my life so far. It feels like it's really set the stage for what it feels like is coming in 2022. And I wanted to record this solo cast as an opportunity to just drop in and reflect on the year as well as have this like auditory asset for myself for when this time next year comes around, I can listen back on this episode and just see how far I've come, what worked, what I was seeing at this point in time in 2021 and what ended up coming out of 2022 through the spells that I casted through this episode and just this time in my life. So in this episode, I'm going to reflect on the biggest lessons that I learned this year, my own personal rose, bud and thorn of 2021 where I feel 2022 is taking me, my word of the year for 2022, as well as my own personal feelings and projections and intentions for this podcast, as well as the program, the Athletic Performance Accelerator. So without further ado, this episode is brought to you by the Athletic Performance Accelerator. If you are an athlete, performer, or just a human being that's looking to elevate their life and their ability to show up for themselves. This is a very potent program. It teaches you how to regulate your nervous system, how to reprogram your subconscious mind, utilizing a subconscious software upgrade auditory asset where you get really clear as to like what your beliefs are, what your ideal character traits are, what your values are and the world when it comes to being the best version of yourself and then recording yourself speaking those things, laying it to binaural beats, and then having this auditory asset of some of your greatest love and power and potential in an audio file that your subconscious mind and your conscious mind gets to connect with every single time that you listen to it. We dial in routines and rituals from how you start your day to how you end your day, understanding course correction, falling off the path, getting on the path. We also use the metaphors of the whole Highline process to convey what it means to show up, transform, perform. In 2022, I'm transitioning from one-on-one coaching within the Athletic Performance Accelerator to a group coaching model. I'll speak a lot more about it on Instagram and the podcast within the next few episodes. Looking to bring about 10 athletes and performers into the Athletic Performance Accelerator for quarter one, starting about February or so. I'll release more details. But if it calls out to you and you're really ready to take your ability to perform to the next level and to be surrounded by a community of athletes and performers with the same intention 
and the same desire to grow into greater aspects of themselves, then this could be for you. Go ahead and reach out to me on Instagram. We can schedule a call, riff from there, see if it's the right fit, if you're ready to grow through the Athletic Performance Accelerator, and just know that if this is calling out to you, if you're feeling anything within your body right now, as you're listening to me speak about the program, trust that there's something there for you. There's something calling you in around this program, and that's worth listening to. So if you hear that call, reach out. We can hop on a call and riff and just feel if it is the right fit. And now, without further ado, this is the end of the year solo cast. Thank you for tuning into this episode. And it's such an honor to share myself with all of you in this expression. I love you. My reflections for 2021. The biggest lessons that I learned in this year, 2021. The first is how to surrender and receive. Fit for Service was the biggest teacher for me in this regard. At the time, about a year ago, December 2020, when I applied for Fit for Service, I didn't have the resources to invest $5,000 into a program for four months, let alone $13,000 for a program that was going to cover the year. Yet, I was talking to one of the organizers of Fit for Service who said an MMA fighter got sponsored by Cash App in order to go through Fit for Service. And I thought, okay, if an MMA fighter can get sponsored by Cash App, then myself as a highliner who walks in the sky and does things that others believe is impossible can definitely make this happen. So even though I didn't have the resources in the form of monetary energy and currency, I had the opportunity to be resourceful. So I put myself out there. I put together a GoFundMe, ended up cultivating just under $2,500 through the GoFundMe. And I just kept reaching out to people within my circle. I put myself out there on the Fit for Service app once I was in the program. And I just asked for assistance and help and it came many many times over and at this point in time I sit here recording this podcast having completed a full year of fit for service before even being in fit for service I wrote a manifesto December 31st of 2020 as if December 31st of 2021 had already occurred and I just wrote all the things that I wanted to complete in the year as if they had already been completed. And one of the first things that I wrote was I have successfully completed a full year of fit for service. So knowing that we're powerful in the spells that we cast, what we're capable of manifesting, just showing up for life, doing the work, being open to receive, to surrender, to trust the process, knowing that it's all going to work out has been a massive lesson for me this year. I've also learned a lot about my own inner workings, my past, my shadows, 
my darkness, and how I have unconsciously triggered wounds in others through being avoidant or trying to escape my own life through many different forms and, and old practices. So much of this has taught me that we all have our own darkness, our own shadows, and they can be a source of great strength to be able to find the light in the darkness and alchemize that, integrate that into your being and allow yourself to become a better person, one with a greater capacity to love and to serve. These are just some of the things that my darkness has taught me this year. And it's also taught me that I don't need to run from it anymore. It is just as important and crucial as my light is to connect with. You know, I can hold my light in one hand and my darkness in the other and know that we're walking this journey of life together. So yeah, shout out to the shadow that has helped make me who I am today. The power of community of having people that see you, that love you, and are willing to give in order to see you succeed has been such a beautiful lesson for me this year. I have learned how many people believe in me and how much of an impact I have to create change, to hold space, to shine light, and to love. And a lot of this isn't really through what I end up doing. It's simply through my being. and. With that, all I have to do is show up for myself first, fill my own cup, and that overflows into whoever else I connect with, and it's felt, especially by those doing their own work and connecting with themselves. I think that's the crazy thing that most people aren't really that connected with, is like, we are all energetic vibratory beings and the vibration that you're putting out is felt by other people's vibrations. And if you're emitting a higher, more joyful, calm, centered energy that is received by other people's vibrations and allows them to feel a lot more calm, joyous, centered. Another way to interpret it is your nervous system. If you're able to be in a conscious parasympathetic state within your nervous system and you're around others that may be in an unconscious sympathetic state within their nervous system, just being around them, as long as you don't put yourself into that unconscious sympathetic state, you can, through your own presence, bring their nervous system from a sympathetic into a parasympathetic state, allowing them to feel a little bit more calmer, more at ease around you. I wasn't very conscious about the impact that I have on others around me. And I know it's hurt some people in the process. A lot of lessons around that have come up this year. And those experiences have brought to light the impact we all have on each other and how something that seems small to me can be incredibly significant for someone else. Another big lesson that I learned this year is that magic is real. Your life can change in an instant. Miracles happen every single day. We manifest our own realities and we are limitless.
truly limitless. It's not bullshit. We don't even know what we are fully capable of creating and being as humans yet. I don't feel like we really even understand what it means to be a human. Like maybe just getting our toes a little wet in the water. Yet what's possible for the human as the individual, as well as humanity as the collective, we we haven't even fucking touched that. We don't even know. So all these limitations we have been placing upon ourselves are simply stories. They're not the truth of our being. Just like an onion, we're starting to pull some of those layers back and starting to see what what the fuck we are, what our truth even is. In this life, we are in for a wild ride internally and externally. So the question that I've had for myself around my own darkness and, and limitations that have come up that I've been moving through and stories that I've been letting go is like, where can I create joy and the discomfort and the chaos that arises? Because like every storm, clouds pass, sun comes back out. Yet, do we need to wait until the sun comes out for us to feel good internally? Do we need to wait until the clouds are a way to find comfort in the discomfort or find joy in the disease and the chaos. You know, like every storm passes, every wave eventually crashes into the ocean or into the beach and we don't have to ride it anymore. So where can we find the joy in all of it? And one of the final big lessons that I learned this year is that the moment a problem arises, the solution is already baked into it. So one can't exist without the other. In other words, the answer to our pain is in the pain and there's no way around it. We can only move through it or rather have it move through us. So now I would like to share with you my rose, bud, and thorn for the year 2021. I'm going to start with rose and then move my way to thorn. My rose for 2021. I made it. I lived to see another full year. This has been the most transformative year of my life. It's brought up a lot of internal and external hardships. And it's also brought a lot of joy, community, new reflections, support, opportunities, mentors, and belief in myself. I am resilient. I have made it this far. I have made mistakes. I have had great successes. And I am still here. This year has really showed me that I have what it takes to be great. And my past no longer needs to hold me hostage or keep me from showing up for life and serving those around me. My bud for this year is the life that is budding out of being in a full year of fit for service. The visions of serving, performing, and creating all feel that they are on the horizon and coming to blossom into 2022. The connections, the human beings, the opportunities that have come through this whole year of being in fit for service and making this such a massive priority. Like it's, it's just getting started. Uh, I'm not even really feeling the fruits of those seeds that have been planted throughout this whole year. And I'm here for it. I'm ready. And I feel an immense amount of gratitude to have grown through and lived through 2021. 
There were quite a few moments this year that I wasn't sure I would even make it to see another day. So getting this far is fucking huge for me. And I'm just so grateful to be here and recording this right now. My thorn for the year is that the most difficult aspect of this year was starting to heal my fatherhood wound. I brought awareness to my dad that I knew about another kid that he had when he was 20. And I'm going to skip all the details, but the only involvement he had in the kid's life was paying child support for 18 years of his life. And I didn't find out from my dad. I found out from some other family members. And it just took me on a really... really big journey um, since I found out and still learning through it and and parts of it still cut kind of deep but you know I'm, I'm starting to pull the thorn out a little bit and to just create a lot more love where there was pain I began to do a massive self-audit and pay attention to the escapism patterns that I learned as a kid to feel safe around my father when he was intoxicated every night. This year, I went through a lot of escapism and avoidance, attempting to look away from my past and the aspects of my dad within me that I didn't want to entertain or believe there or believe that were there. I transformed through so much of that, learned to give myself grace to have compassion for myself and my dad for doing the best that we could with the tools that we had. I came to a place of self-acceptance and self-love, as well as acceptance and love for my father, knowing that if I had experienced what he had growing up and throughout his life, I very well may have ended up making the same exact decisions that he did that has led him to where he is now. And there's truly no way of knowing whether I would have done or been different in my father's shoes. The only thing that I can do now is honor him for where he is, love him unconditionally while he is still here on this planet. Because at this point, um, yeah, anything could happen and he could be here today and gone tomorrow. And yeah, finally just have immense gratitude for him because who he was while I was growing up shaped me into who I am today and I love who I am. There will always be areas in which we are capable of growing more, yet we can always love ourselves for who we are in this moment, knowing that change is constant and it always comes. So thank you, Dad, for everything you've taught me, everything you continue to teach me and this soul dance we've done for lifetimes. And I know even when you pass, I will continue to learn from you and be connected to you. And in many ways, it feels like our relationship is just beginning. I love you. So now I would like to transition from 2021 into where I feel 2022 is taking me as well as just something that I'm seeing within the collective that I feel is coming through really strongly for 2022. 
2022 feels like it is taking me to the next level to the space of being a leader that creates workshops, retreats, in-person work. And it feels like the year that I really own my space and role as a coach. I didn't slackline as much in 2021 as I feel like I will in 2022. Part of that was due to a six-month hand injury as well as moving through a lot of repressed emotions, ancestral karmic healing, and so much internal transformation that I just didn't really have the energy, the space, the bandwidth to spend as much time on the line as I would have loved to. 2022 feels like the year I fall back in love with the slack line, so much so that it realigns me to my purpose and the magic that I feel called to create in the world through this medium. 2022 feels like a really mature shift for me with regards to my career, the way I show up in the world, my daily routines, and how I serve. For the collective, it feels like we are being taken into a time of community, of connecting with tight-knit groups of human beings collectively working towards the benefit and well-being of each other. I see this across multiple different friend groups and communities all across North and South America that are feeling called to buy land and connect in community. I've been a part of a lot of these conversations this year, and it feels to me like a shift in the collective is happening. There's a lot of chaos in the world. This is not an easy time to live on Earth. Big shifts are happening. And this ride is only about to get more intense, and I feel that banding together in community is going to be a big theme of 2022, and will set the stage for the rest of the decade. 2020 felt like a complete dismantling of the stage. The veil had been lifted from the collective, and a lot of light was illuminated on the darkness in the world. 2021 felt like a rebuilding of the stage, starting to put the pieces of a new foundation together. And 2022 feels like getting up on that stage and performing. So my word for the year 2022 is perform. What that is manifesting into for me is being a great leader, showing up fully, not shying away and playing small beginning to do my first Highline performances and put myself out there into the world. December 27th of 2021, I received an icosahedron tattoo on my right wrist for a few reasons. One, it's a symbol of sacred geometry that for me represents my soul's flame, the emanation of my star, and it also represents Odessa and what I feel is possible with my life in the co-creation of magic with this incredible group of artists and creatives. For me, it represents our limitless being, my dharma, and my purpose here on Earth. Another important piece of this tattoo is that it is on the right side of my body, my masculine side, representing my yang energy and what I commit to creating in this body, in this life. The reminder every day from my conscious and subconscious minds for what we are working towards and creating in 2022 and beyond is why I chose to receive the symbol on my body before 2021 came to a close. Before 2022 ends, I will have had my first of many Highline performances with electronic artists.
as a way to metaphorically put myself on a stage with 20,000 people, I will be taking advantage of an Instagram growth tool called Celebrity Giveaway. The way it works is a celebrity with a large following gives something away to their audience and those that want to enter have to follow a list of people in order to participate in the opportunity to win whatever they're giving away. If you are one of the people that they end up following, your account could end up growing anywhere from 10 to 100,000 followers, depending on the giveaway. And in a way, it allows your brand to grow pretty much overnight when it may take three to five years to do that organically. I have a friend that is linking me with the opportunity and I feel the call to take advantage of it. I'm not doing it necessarily for the followers as much as I'm doing it for the pressure and the metaphorical opportunity of being on a stage in front of 20,000 people and what that will end up calling out of me. As far as social media goes, it can negatively impact your engagement. Yet, if you're creating valuable content and engaging with your audience, it balances itself out. And many large companies such as Nike and other brands like Gary Vaynerchuk have taken advantage of celebrity giveaways to grow their following. And the amazing part about all this is that it's actually real people following you and it's not just a bunch of bots. So I have this opportunity to put myself on a stage with 20,000 people, even if it's only mental right now. And it's not the visceral experience that I'm having. I can still treat it like the visceral experience, rise to the occasion and put out valuable content, capture more of my life and my light, share it on this platform, and just continue to grow this mission of redefining human limitations and living a limitless life, as well as with the program. When I grow it, I'm doing a lot of direct outreach and it looks better being an authority within this space. If someone reaching out to you has 20,000 followers and they're offering you transformation as opposed to someone with only 2,000 followers reaching out to you, it's kind of just the way that the game has to be played right now. And in doing this opportunity. I choose to rise to the occasion and not just get asphyxiated on the number itself. So we're going to see how this goes and this grows. Yeah, it's something that I've been sitting with for the past month and it feels like the move. For 2022, my goal with the line to mastery is to release between 23 and 30 podcasts this year to have more powerful and engaging conversations and to bring more high level performers on the podcast. A few names on the top of that list are Aubrey Marcus, Kyle Kingsbury, Eric Godsey, Jamie Wheel, and Jesse Elder. Those are some really strong men that have had a profound impact on my life so far. And it would be an honor to just drop in a conversation and share their voices with y'all and to see what kind of magic comes out of this. I'm also very open to having powerful women come on the podcast and share their stories and insight. 
not exclusive to men, even though the top five people that I just mentioned are men very open to having a good balance between the masculine and the feminine, sharing their stories and their value and their insight into whatever can serve you the best. And this podcast has been one of the greatest gifts of my life. And it brings me so much joy to drop into these conversations to create even the solo cast is such a gift to put together that if there's anyone that calls out to you that you would like to have on the podcast and for their story to be shared, please reach out to me and let me know and connect us because this is what this platform is all about, telling the stories that deserve to be shared. And then for the program, the Athletic Performance Accelerator, my vision in 2022 is to create a community of athletes and performers reclaiming their power, connecting with their internal guidance systems, and honing in their ability to perform at greater levels. The athletes that have come through the program already have showed me that the program works, that I have the potential and the gifts within me already to serve right where I am. If for 2022, consistency and continuing to develop my craft as a performance coach is my intention. Around February, I will launch my first group version of the program with the intention of combining athletes and performers to grow together in virtual community and support each other in the elevation of our goals and dreams. We grow so much further together and the Athletic Performance Accelerator has been a beautiful creation for me to embody and experience that. And then finally, spellcasting. 2022 is going to be a big year for magic, miracles, expression, embodiment, performing, and spellcasting. We are always casting spells with the actions we take, the words we speak, the information we take in, the people we surround ourselves with, the way we talk to ourselves, and what we write and think. This upcoming year, I am paying attention to the spells that I cast and what I am putting out into the world. This episode of the podcast is... This upcoming year, I'm paying attention to the spells that I cast and what I am putting out into the world, knowing that that what I put out comes back to me. And yeah, our, our magic is just so beautiful to share and it deserves to be shared. This episode of the podcast is going to serve as an audio journal documentation for myself and a spell that I'm casting for this next year. It also serves as accountability towards my dreams by sharing them with you and tool for me to reflect on and come back to after 2022 is over and for me to just see how much growth has happened between the end of 2021 towards the end of 2022. I love you all. Thank you for listening to the podcast this year. The podcast had over 4,500 downloads in 2021, which is mind-blowing for me just being in the shower, having this idea of putting this thing together and showing up and doing the work. I mean, my first four episodes, I sat in a closet and recorded them by myself. And to just see how that was April of 2020, I was just a little over a year and a half ago and to know now 
within the next week or two, the podcast in total will have had over 7,000 downloads. It's just, it's mind blowing. Like I've pretty much been doing this by myself. I've had a few people help me edit, but to just know that like being consistent, even if it takes a little bit of time, but continuing to pick yourself back up, even when things are difficult and maybe it takes some time for you to move through the difficult things, but still like continuing to pick yourself back up and show up for the work and do your best like that pays dividends. Compound interest is one of the most valuable tools that we have in the cultivation of our dreams, into building wealth, into investing. Like it all adds up. So yeah, just just keep going. You know, it's it's a message for me as much as it's a message for you. It's such an honor to birth this podcast and the creation and to be a part of it's growth because it's so much more than a podcast. It's it's a movement. We're creating a movement of limitlessness, of redefining your old limitations, your old stories, of transforming your weakness into strength and learning to connect with your own light, your highest self, your daemon, your inner whispers, your soul, spirit, to maneuver through the world, to reclaim your personal sovereignty through self-love and connection with the fullness of your being, knowing that there's so much love in the discomfort. There's so much love in the unknown. There's so much love in the fears that arise, especially when you choose not to move around them, but instead to have them move through you as you move through them. It's an honor for me to shine a little light as you take these incredible steps for yourself in this life and on your path. I love you. And in closing, my call to action for you is to enjoy this next year. Take a little time to yourself to reflect on how far you've come over the course of this year, over the course of this life, and set an intention for what you want to create for yourself in 2022. Share this podcast with someone that you feel could gain some value from listening. Leave a rating and review on Apple Podcast. Post it to your Instagram stories and tag me at SlackCamNelson. I'm here to witness this thing grow, to witness myself grow, to witness you grow. And it takes the community's love to bring this podcast to the size of a full-blown oak tree. I love you, and I will see you in 2022. Happy New Year.